Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waltman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. It never sounds as good when I do this. Max is better at this part of it. But um, I have to tell you, I am sick. Max is sick. Uh, We are pushing our way through it. Um, I apologize for not being here earlier. But I have some blockbuster things that we're going to be blowing up over the next couple days. Um, We've been able to uncover just some of the people that are a part of the deep state that have been walking this pathway, that have been walking the pathway of saying we're for election integrity while they're standing in the way of progress. Ladies and gentlemen, I I, I had some pretty interesting calls this morning. And then one of the other calls that I had this morning was with Jacob. And if you guys don't know Jacob, he is the shaman that was arrested in um, Washington, D.C., and so he, uh, I got a chance to be on the phone with him because he gets two hours a day. He sits in a, a jail cell, uh, Jacob Chansley, sits in a jail cell 22 hours a day. So he's got lots of time to speak. So tomorrow we're going to have Jacob on the podcast. We're going to have him on the podcast, and we may go two hours. We may go two hours. You're going to hear everything about his piece of trash attorney, Al Watkins, who I've talked about before. And the fact that he made him feel like he was, sound like he was stupid. He's not stupid. And so we're going to have a podcast and we're going to let you listen to Jacob about what happened as much as he can talk about. Because obviously, you know, you spent, you sentenced to 41 months in prison. He was told, I will tell you this, sign this paperwork, you're going to be able to see your dying grandfather. They lied to him to get him to sign a plea deal. That's how bad his attorney was and he was working for the other side. But today we have, we have a special guest, a good friend, and someone that, that, frankly, I think you all need to hear from is going to talk about Biden and Ukraine. He's a resident expert on Ukraine. He also has his own podcast, which I've been on his podcast. And then on top of having his own podcast, he also has his own news uh, source. And I've been sharing his news source on, on my Telegram, so you've probably seen it. It's CD Media. Um, some of you uh, m- mistake CD Media for Conservative Daily, which is okay, because you're still getting great news from great patriots. But without any uh, further, let's go ahead and bring Todd on. Todd, are you with us? I'm with you, brother. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I can't do justice to you, but I I tried. I tried to to, to honor you in this. And um, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Many probably already listen to you um, and uh, watch you on the podcast, but I'd I'd love you to, to tell them a little bit about yourself. Yeah, look, so I, uh, I graduated from the Air Force Academy out in your neck of woods, 45 minutes away down the street, I think, uh, back in 86. I uh, went to flight school. I, I flew search and rescue in Alaska for a while. And then I went back and got retrained for special operations. So for a period of years, I flew uh, SEAL Team 6 and Delta Force around the world okay. in different uh, contingencies. Uh, then I left, went to Wall Street traded emerging market debt for almost 18 years and then uh, developed a news career. I was a national security columnist for the Washington Times, 
I've written a lot of, for a lot of other entities as well. And then a few years ago, I just decided, you know, we really need a new global news company in the U.S. especially. And so we started CD Media. We have rep reporters all over the world, Eastern Europe, Middle East, Balkans, uh, in the U.S., obviously, and uh, we're growing. So thank you for having us on. Absolutely. So to today, and again, you're a wealth of knowledge. Today we're going to talk about Biden and Ukraine. Uh -huh. and I remember you sending me something saying, oh, bro, I have so much stuff to share with you. And I was like, well, just come on the podcast. Let's go. And we know that there's kind of this friction happening between Russia and Ukraine and then Biden and Ukraine and Russia. And so everyone's yeah. kind of straddling the fence, but we know that they're compromised. We know the Biden family is completely compromised. Now they're in a position where they can use that compromise to the benefit of those that they've received money from. Right. Tell us a, tell us a little bit about that dynamic. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when I started uh, Zarism, which was the first website we started, which was focused on Eastern Europe, former Soviet areas. Uh, this was a few years ago, but literally little did I know that that would become the center of the political universe in the world uh, before the 2020 election when all of my sources in Ukraine, I went over and lived in Kiev for months during this, and all of my sources were telling me about what Biden and really the deep state and the Soros organization was doing inside Ukraine. And essentially, Soros has state captured Ukraine. They control the government. They take all these kids out of college. They put them in their NGOs, open society or whatever. And then they, then they put them in positions of government uh, in Ukraine, and they're all loyal to this machine. So massive corruption you know we broke a story where the the former president president poroshenko was laundering hundreds of millions of dollars of american aid through the central bank and then moving it offshore uh we broke all the barisma wires that came out to hunter biden we had reams of evidence of hunter and joe you know taking money from different deals and uh essentially you know ukraine was a sideshow to what was going on in china but it is really just kind of a, a lawless anarchic playground for the deep state to run all their operations out of and launder money. I mean, this is what they did in Ukraine in 2014. I mean, uh, Yanukovych, the president at that time, was corrupt as hell, but he was du duly democratic elected. And this deep state took him down to install their own regime and to start this highly organized crime operation in Ukraine. So Biden has been involved in this for a long time. We broke all the news in 2019. And, and so we, we have this corruption, and yet nothing happens in our government. N nothing has happened to Hunter right. Biden. Nothing has happened to Joe Biden. He, he openly admits things. Out front, they're talking about being corrupt, and yet nothing happens yeah. to him. How? How is it possible? Well, because the U.S. government is compromised, especially, you know, you saw during the impeachment trials when um, Ambassador, um, I forget her name now, but she was the ambassador in Kiev. She was testifying against Trump. A lot of the people inside the U.S. Embassy were testifying against Trump. All this was planned and launched out of Ukraine. The, the Ukrainian officials were caught on tape saying they were helping Hillary Clinton against Trump in 2016. And essentially, you have the, the organized uh, national security state and the State Department, which is working for the Soros organization, which is in bed with Biden. So you had we had people say that the, you know FBI agents came in and they gave them all this information on Biden. They wanted nothing to do with it and literally ran from the room. We have five million dollar bribes going to FBI agents in Ukraine. So the problem is this of state capture of the U.S. government as well, where you have just this. Uh, they're not working for the American people. They're working for somebody else essentially. 
So then that leads me down the path of how do we how do we mm-hmm. break the chains of what's happening in our government? How do we how do we how do we stop the corruption that we're dealing with today? I mean, and Ukra- Ukraine's just one of those nexuses that we're that we're having to deal yeah, with. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is happening everywhere. You talk about China. You can talk about um, uh, Serbia. I mean, there's a lot of and and frankly, the, the right. amount of money that is flowing back to Soros is kind of brilliant. He gives 100 million, but that's because 100 million flowed into him. Right? He's not just giving 100 million dollars. He's giving 100 million dollars knowing that I'm going to get 200 million or 300 million or 500 million back into my machine. Well, yeah, and he's also taking care of everybody else. I mean, you know, I was always wondering about Soros. He came out as an anti-communist. He was, you know, pro uh, democracy in the beginning, um, but I interviewed Sally Barisha, who's an anti-Soros, uh, basically uh, activist in Albania, and he told me that he found out decades ago that Soros was actually during this time embedding former communists in bureaucracies throughout the West, and that's what's been going on for two decades. They've been playing the long game and literally infiltrating all of our institutions. So we we have Democrat. We have Democrat um, congressmen that are actually giving speeches and awards to people in the Communist Party. Did you hear about this? Right. Yeah, Blumenthal up in Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Uh, and Connecticut is one, Connecticut is one of the worst examples of this. The entire state government is infiltrated by literally card-carrying members of the Communist, Communist Party. Communist Party. You know, obviously Blumenthal is a, is a sympathizer. So. Uh, how, how do we fix this? You know, I think what we're all doing is just major activism from the ground up to replace from the ground up, you know, all of the people in our government. That's what has to happen. It's going to take time and it's going to be a long fight, but it, it's a fight we have to fight to save our children's future, man. You know? So that brings me down to just some of the data. And I know that we had some, do you sent over some stuff to Mr. Producer, Mr. Producer, we have some stuff? Yeah. I have it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so I would say that, I mean, I was, t- I was talking before you actually got on, Todd, that we've just had a whirlwind mm-hmm. of information come through. And we've got a lot of bad yeah. actors that are on, you know, it's, it's easy for the radical left to be the radical left. It's easy for them to be evil. It's easy for them to carry yeah. card-carrying communists. It's much harder within our own movement to identify those people who are bad. Yeah. Right? Because I, I say you just you, you you can't listen to what they say, man. You gotta you gotta look at the exam or the consequences of their actions. That's the only way. The fruit of you their know? labor, the fruit of their labor. Exactly. So, so go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and, and that brings us to what's happening in Ukraine, which is a completely manufactured crisis. But we can go there whenever you want to. Yeah. So the the manufactured crisis, Mr. Producer. Oh, he put it up here on my thing. Sorry. Sorry, he did put it on my screen. See, how, see, this is usually Max's job, and everyone's showing me a whole lot of grace because <laughs> I'm sick. Um, so we're That's gonna, one of the stories we broke 2020, yeah. Was the Burisma Holdings. Well, Burisma was part of it. That's who was paying uh, basically a large oligarch who was paying the Bidens uh, for for political influence within the administration. So, uh, you know, it's common knowledge uh, now, but two years ago it wasn't common knowledge. And, and, you know, Hunter was getting 86 grand a month for years. Uh, and, and there were 
20 plus million dollars in payments that went to banks in Latvia that ended up in the Biden's accounts. I mean, we have all this documented on our side. It's, it's been there for two years. So why hasn't anybody arrested him? Uh, that's a good question. Let, let me, you know, let me, I, I interviewed another, go ahead. I just, I want to read this. This is the, the additional yeah. information was leaked. Burisma Holdings Limited, for those of you who can't see it on the audio version, Burisma Holdings Limited during a period from the 18th of November 2014 to the 16th of November 2015 transacted 45 money transfers through Morgan Stanley Smith Barnes LLC in a sum of 3.5 million U.S. dollars. The recipient of the money transferred is the, na is the company Rosemont Seneca Bohai LLC belonging to Devin Archer. Note, the company belongs to Devin Archer and Carey family including Carey Sr., Carey Jr., Hines Jr., and Hunter Biden. Devin Archer, Heinz, excuse me, Kerry Jr., Heinz Jr., and Hunter Biden are listed as partners in Rosemont Seneca Fund, Rosemont Seneca Partners, and affiliated Rosemont Seneca other companies. That's just the tip of the iceberg. So it's... It, how do we get... <laughs> when lawlessness becomes law, how do we get it when the crime family is the government? And that's what we're dealing with right now. The crime yeah, family is the government. Completely. We're dealing yes. with the mobsters that are literally been put out of business so that the, the, the government can replace them with mobsters. It's exactly what's going on. I've been saying for years, it's highly organized crime. Uh, you know, the whole Obama thing, all of it was uh, highly planned and, uh, you know, intentional in what they did to this country and, and to really rape the country and make us all into, you know, serfs. Uh, and the elites have power and we don't. Okay, so... There's even more to talk about. And sorry to interrupt, guys. I just do have to remind everybody that today's podcast is, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you like to hike or spend time outdoors, if you like to climb like I do, uh, Colorado's amazing for that. Uh, health insurance won't always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight, but with Air Medcare Network, you are covered for as little as $85 a year, your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. Uh, if you use promo code DAILY, that is D-A-I-L-Y, promo code DAILY, you will receive up to a $50 e-gift card back when you sign up today. You can do so at airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily. So sorry to interrupt. Keep going, guys. Right? Mr. Yes. Producer, we have, a, we have yes. a cut that we want to play. Okay. Todd. Before I yell it at them real quick, I'm just going to take a deep yep. breath because that yep. was the one that was late. But we, <laughs> we, we know that we, we know that Biden, the Biden family is involved. We know the Kerry family is involved. We know the Heinz family is involved, which is directly related to the, the Kerry family. Right? Yeah. We know that the Clinton family is involved. We know that there was just over two billion dollars. I mean, this doesn't have to do with Ukraine, but I guess it could. Uh, the Clinton family received nearly $2 billion that was supposed to go to Haiti, and not $1 from that that went to the Clinton Foundation went to Haiti. I mean, how much money are we talking right. about here? The amount of money in Ukraine is in the hundreds of or billions of dollars. When you go over to China and what's been sent there, it's, it's you know, much larger. You're right. Ukraine was a sideshow, but it's highly exemplary of what type of tactics that they've been using. You know, I had a, a source told me he walked into a room with Hillary Clinton and gave her a cash bag full of cash of $10 million to do some something for an oligarch in Ukraine, you know, essentially a bribe. 
There are just many, many stories like that that we put out. <laughs> Don't hack up a lung, man. <laughs> you know, this always becomes interesting and people watch it and then they... <laughs> I'm actually sneezing. And uh, yeah. yeah. And I, and I usually don't do these while I'm sick, but it becomes interesting fodder because people go, oh, Joe, you're, here's a recipe. They have in ginger. And then people send me stuff yeah. to the office and they send me uh, ginger and, and thyme and a bunch yeah. of other stuff that they yeah. want me to take. And I'm like, okay, I'll try anything for this. But it, coincidentally, I was at the Reawaken America tour, got back. I went to Greensboro to speak in Greensboro. Got back on Monday and I was sicker than a dog before I walked off the airplane. So shows you how quick it happened. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a conspiracy theorist, but I might be something to it. There might be. I think they're launching this stuff everywhere, actually, when they need it. But, so we, um, we, we that's broke, a whole other issue. We broke your story back in 2020 dealing with um, Hunter Biden when the Ukraine government actually did a press conference. And talked about Hunter Biden. Mm -hmm. Can you yeah. can you tell can you tell us a little bit about that? And, that and was frankly, Dirk Koch. He was a, yeah. another. Uh, you know, he 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 broke multiple audio uh, tapes of. Uh, you know, the Ukrainians are corrupt, but they're also very paranoid and smart, and they always are ratting out each other. So they, uh, you know, they were taping Biden's phone calls with Poroshenko and others, and they were. Essentially, you know, talking about going after Trump, uh, you know, all of this kind of stuff. Trump's going to lose. We know why. All the, it's all on tape. And I don't know which story you put out, but Durkacz did a bunch of interviews which put that out there. I mean, all of the oligarchs, if, you, if you're, you know, for the machine, you're fine. If you're not, you have to leave the country. I interviewed one guy in Germany in some, you know, rainy night little bar where he was hiding out. And he told me the stories of what was going on and he wanted to come over and testify and that the Germans, the Ukrainians had the Germans arrest him, you know, on false charges until the impeachment trials were over. So you know, this is this is really a global operation to uh, silence anyone that talks about what the, the Biden regime and, and the cabal is doing. So, so I actually wanted to put up a whiteboard and walk through this and kind of connect the dots with you. But mm -hmm. who else who else who else besides the Biden family is connected to this? I mean, as we start to look at this, well, we talked about the, goes out. We talk about the Clintons, obviously, you've talked about uh, what they did in they practiced all these techniques. And people have to realize, especially with the social media companies, we broke stories, which now is pretty common knowledge that uh, the left was using technologies and social media uh, to that were developed against terrorism in the Middle East is or turn these technologies now against the American people. So you, you've got this whole national security establishment to answer your question, which is highly involved in this. And then this includes a web of defense contractors uh, in the UK and in the US that have developed technologies to help shape public opinion. And all of this has been weaponized against us. You've seen it in social media. You've seen it in in the media itself. Um, so, you know, what other families? I mean, you know, all I know is all the Soros web of companies throughout Eastern Europe and in the Balkans, especially where he's literally running foreign policy for the American government. Uh, you know, the ambassadors are involved. They're corrupt in, in Albania and elsewhere. So the State Department, the deep State Department is a good term. It's, it's really that that bad. All right. So I don't know if you knew about this, mm -hmm. but in um, 
right after the election, November 24, 2020, there was a whistleblower that came mm-hmm. forward in Serbia that implicated Biden mm-hmm. in the Dominion voting scam. Do you remember this story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember it, yeah. The story was written by a They had a server Patrick farm over Howley. there, too. Yeah, so the server farm yep, was actually no built by a company called Roaming Networks. Roaming Networks is actually mm-hmm. funded by Huawei Bank, which is a sanctioned mm-hmm. nation bank in the United States. Was put on the sanction list in um, October of 2017, right? So there's an article, Mr. Producer, I'm sending it to you right now, that blew my mind when I saw it. Absolutely blew my mind. And this is whistleblowers Biden implicated in the Dominion voting scam connected to Serbia. The FBI covered up this information. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, they have been working together for some time. So it starts out this way. And keep in mind, this was, you know, uh, this article was written on November 24, 2020. Now, keep in mind, I came out with information about Eric Coomer on November 9th. No one was talking mm-hmm. about Dominion voting system at all before my mouth started moving. And by hmm. testimony and by, take it down just for a second, Mr. Producer, I'll, I'll go to it. Nobody was talking about it. I found that, you know, I got this stuff on the 6th, three day, the Friday, uncovered all the stuff about Eric Coomer. Actually, I knew about Eric Coomer. I just didn't know the significance of it. Did my research the 7th, the 8th, and then dropped it on the 9th. My life will never be the same, right? They knew about Dominion voting systems as a national threat going back a decade. They had been following it. The FBI did. The CIA did. Mm-hmm. Intelligence community, DNI. They all knew. They all knew about this threat. But this article starts by saying, high-level whistleblowers exclusively tell National File that Dominion voting systems has been a national security threat for years, and its machines programmed in Serbia are known for vote-flipping like the kind that Dominion was caught engaging in during the 2020 presidential election in Michigan. According to whistleblowers, Democrat presidential candidate Joe Biden personally visited Serbia to take part in the scheme that gave Democrats control of American Dominion voting machines in coordination with Eric Holder's Justice Department, a plot also linked to the Chinese, the Clinton Foundation, and George Soros. This article will take you through the entire globalist plot step by step. We have the evidence, Todd. We oh, have sure. the evidence. What's it's locked on? away in some room somewhere. <laughs> uh, I'm a firm believer that our government has been uh, infiltrated by you know, foreign powers. That's completely obvious to me. So this is why you know, they, they had all of this lined up and planned, and this is why they have all the responses planned, right? I mean, they see... Uh, you know, I used to be in the military. We war game all this stuff. If you if you think, well, they could do this over here, then you plan for what's going to happen there. So when when we we're reacting, right, when we see something going on, uh, we do something. But they know that's coming. So they have a plan already for it. That, that's what I think is going on. So th- so then we get to the place where. As you go through this article, and I think the, art- the article is interesting because it dates all the way back to mm-hmm. 2009. They're playing a very patient game. They're playing a 20, 30, 40 year game. It's not yeah. like they wake up one day and like, oh, we're going to mm-hmm. do this overnight. We know that we have to boil the frog very slowly. And we have to infiltrate and we have to train yeah. and we have to groom people. 
which brings you back to what they're doing in grooming when it comes to schools with critical race theory and gender fluidity mm -hmm. to confuse them mm -hmm. and take away opportunity where their kids, the elite, are being actually taught math and science and English and the normal stuff, right? And they're being yeah. told that the way that you control the masses is through dividing them based on social issues. So, so it's all a big game that they're playing. It's not a conspiracy or a conspiracy theory. It is actually the conspiracy to steal our nation. But as you go through and put the pieces together, it becomes unbelievably obvious. And yet the mainstream media comes out and says, nothing to see here. Well, the media is, you know, I, I consider them irrelevant. Same with all the commie, you know, social media platforms. People need to get off those. Get off Facebook, download your data, get on these other networks that are there. You know, why send them money? It's surveillance anyway. You know, I had a group say, hey, let's start a Facebook chat for this Patriot group. I mean, are you kidding? You're telling everybody who, you're telling the enemy straight away who's in the group and, and what you're saying. So, that makes no sense. Get off these platforms. But, um, uh, you know, as far as how we defeat this, I think the silver lining that we've been giving was given was Trump. I think they wanted another decade with Hillary to kind of boil the frog more. Trump ripped the mask off, forced them to steal the election, which everybody can see. And so now we have to, as the American people, stand up and take our country back from the ground up. I mean, that's okay, the so only that option. Mean? What does that mean? Well, it means what's happening across the country right now where people are getting involved. I, you know, I tell people, people ask me, I'm, I'm just an old grandma. What can I do? I give them six things. One, get off the social media, get off the comedy platform, stop sending them your money and your data and you're letting them surveil you. Stop buying anything from China. Get involved in local politics. Stop consuming mass media. Find other media sources, uh, you know, join, make a local group of patriot groups. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things you can do right now, which will have an immense impact. If we had 100 million people do all those things, it would shut them down economically. Uh, you know, stop buying from these communist corporations that, that are, you know, corporate communists that are basically uh, forcing this stuff down our throat. Even if it causes you pain, if you, if you need to go fly on United Airlines, don't do it. You know, I mean, just find another way, drive. I mean, that, that's, that's what I think can be done, which will have an immense impact. We, we can't see everything they're doing, but as we take back the government step by step, you're seeing them freak out right now. And that's because we're winning, in my opinion. You may have a different opinion because you're down in the belly of the beast right now fighting this stuff. I mean, well, how do you see the country? I mean, how do you see things happening? I think we have to As far as, are you I mean, optimistic? Are you? I, I agree with you, but I think that I am optimistic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I'm optimistic is because I can see some of the, the fruits of our labor. And I know that they are deathly afraid yeah. of me. They are deathly afraid of me because I speak truth. And then they put something out in the sure. media and they try, to, they try to slander me. And I just keep writing it down, keep writing it down so that I can eventually go after these mm -hmm. companies that are, that are slandering me and coming after me. Um, but, you, you know, I, I always believe that um, consequences are best served cold. So I literally just keep pushing. But yeah. I, I think that people... I think that people right now are recognizing what's happening and now they're feeling hopeless and helpless because they can see it and they're like, oh my gosh, they, they really are trying to take our country yeah. from us. And I tell people, I go, they can't kill all of us. They can't. If we all step in the gap and we build density. It's true. And, and we have a lot that we can work on. And, and they're coming for our Second Amendment. They're coming for it. They're coming for it in California. They're coming for it all over the country. Oh, for sure. And, and the reason why they, they can't do anything to us is because we still have our guns, but they they're taking them from us little by little. Yes, and now they're, they're adversely to, little by little. Yeah, now they're trying to adversely affect our ammo supply by going after the ammo suppliers. 
And I mean, if you don't know, yes. I own uh, gun stores and ranges. And um, I, I started looking mm -hmm. at supply chain. How do I build primers? How do I do all the things to make sure that I can be a supplier across the nation to those people who need ammunition? Because mm -hmm. if, if, you, if you affect the supply side and you shut off access to the government, they go build their own ammo. And you just say, this is, this is citizen sure. ammo. Then you give people the opportunity to, to make sure that they understand that they can be well protected. Now, so I believe that, that you know, it didn't take blood being spilled to get here, or did it? Because to a certain degree, they've been killing us and murdering us and creating violence on the radical left for years. And now they're using a pandemic. Oh, and assassinating certain people, you know, assassinating certain people who got too powerful along the way. Yeah. Or two, people who kind of have insight into what happened. Um, I forget his name. Phil, what's his name, was the journalist who was shot in a road out somewhere. He obviously found out something, you know, before all this went down. How about There's Aaron been a Wagner? lot of those, but um, how about Aaron yeah, Wagner? For sure. As, as 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 soon as Aaron Wagner, nobody was talking about it. Aaron Wagner is the one mm -hmm. that uncovered the video of the people deleting the logs in Maricopa yep. County. He had video of it of them actually actively going in and re and he delivered that stuff to uh, Brnovich, and then three days mm -hmm. later he's dead. And and to make yeah. matters worse, information I got this morning. I don't, do you follow this, Todd? Do you follow this story? I know the story. I don't know the details of how he was killed. I knew he was. I knew he had died in suspicious his, circumstances. Yeah, he was sick. His wife left, came back, and he was dead. Literally went to the store, came back, and he was dead. And then they said he died of COVID. Mm. But they literally, within five days mm. of his autopsy, which they did not release yet, still, and then redacted. How do you redact parts of the? of the uh, uh, autopsy. How do you do that to a family? Why would you do it? Yeah. And b within five days, he died, autopsy, he was cremated. They're six weeks to eight weeks behind in Maricopa County. Yet within minutes, he was yeah. gone. Nothing to see here. So yeah. there's, there, there's some massive issues right now with people that are standing up being taken out. And they... I mean, sure. they're very creative. So I don't, you know, I, I, we have to numbers. You're right. Numbers is our defense. I mean, we, they can't kill us all. They can try, but they can't kill us all. So, uh, you know, they can put us in camps or whatever they try to do. But, uh, I, I, I'm optimistic that the American people are waking up and I think we will continue to put the pressure on. I do think we need to put the step on the gas and people need to be do more, even in individually, whether it's, um, you know, joining your school board or whatever. People have to get in involved and engaged. Well, and we're seeing that happen. We're seeing parents rise up. But at mm -hmm. the same time, Merrick Garland came out mm -hmm. and said what? He, he basically is calling parents. Yeah, terrorists. sure. He did. Um, and that had some impact in some places, but I think it also enraged people as well. And so it really doubled down on the, on the pushback. Um, uh, you know, but what worries me, Joe, is the next year. We we are winning politically. We're going to, if we can find a way to, like we did in some of the recent elections, make sure at least a good portion of our elections are free and fair, then we're going to take back power in a massive way. So what worries me is the next year. Are the Chinese going to do something? Are they going to start a war? Is there, there's already been another virus. Is it going to be another one? Is it going to be Ebola, smallpox? I mean, they have to stop this. So 
because if they if they lose, they go to jail. I mean, it'll all be exposed. So that is my worry over the next 12 months or actually 11 months now. I mean, we're, the clock is ticking. Yeah. So and we, we don't have much more time, but but the, but the evidence is already there. I mean, this evidence was in yeah. November. They have whistleblowers yeah. in Serbia. I was involved in turning a Serbian whistleblower. And then the next mm -hmm. day he goes, I can't talk to you anymore. I got to get out of here. And disappeared. Mm -hmm. Literally went off the grid. Yeah. Off yeah. the grid. And that person had information on Dominion Voting Systems that was damning. Things I can't say because it sounds crazy. Yeah. Except for it's true. Yeah, have you, have you ever thought about the name of Dominion Voting Systems? To rule over, to reign <laughs> we'll over. We'll have Dominion over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but evil does that. Evil has to tell us what they are, what they're doing. And they're, they're, they're not hiding anymore. And yet we put, we put boundaries on ourselves. Look, the, the complicit GOP, I don't care how you think about them, I'll tell them what they are. They're trash. Mm -hmm. The GOP, the establishment, is garbage. It's gar and by the way, if you're listening, do not give the GOP any money. None. Zero. Give them nothing. If candidates are not talking about, if they're not talking about the 2020 election, the fact that it was stolen, don't give them money. And you, you just shower those that are wanting to stand up for freedom. You shower those people with donations so that they can actually have a successful campaign. But th th when we talk about the GOP... They're out there saying there's nothing to see here. They're standing as obstructionists on decertifying the election. It's unbelievable. Yep. And being promised all sorts of stuff, money, power, jobs, positions, compromised. And here Completely. we are. And here we are. But they, like I said, they're going to have to wag the dog. U Ukraine is probably one place. Well, it is one place. They really would like to get involved and uh, start a war. Which is insanity in my my point of view. So, so do you do you feel like maybe we should think outside the box? I've been trying to do that from day one. Think about ways to uh, you know. Again, I'm a special operator, you know, military guy. I I try to think asymmetrically. What are their weaknesses, and try to attack those weaknesses with very low resources. And to me. Uh, I think we've achieved one goal is that the Biden regime has been delegitimized completely in the eyes of American people, except for maybe 30 percent of diehards who will never believe anything. But people don't think he was legitimately elected. So that's been accomplished. You know, how do we remove him from power? That's the second issue. Where are their weaknesses? The weaknesses is is news getting out. Obviously, it is, uh, uh, you know, they're very afraid of, of prosecution. Um, I think we have to force these people to be held accountable at some point. And that means taking over the government. So, you know, what do you think? Where, where, where do you see the weaknesses in the asymmetric warfare that could, that could be applied? So, so I believe that truth is the great equalizer, right? Mm -hmm. and so I think mm -hmm. you have to continue to, to talk truth. But I believe mm -hmm. that we, you, me, and others, we have to get together and we have to start talking the same language. We have to call the radical sure. left what they are. They're liars. I mean, they're oh, being exposed. Right there with you, bro. They're being exposed for being pedophiles, rapists, closet racists. They are, and, the, and they're co-opting, Todd, they're co-opting minorities. They're co-opting them. They're they trying to. I think that's changing also, though. Um, you know, I, I'm, I have a lot of friends down in the Cuban community in Miami, and they are, 
they are not happy with what's happening in the Democratic Party. They're, they're leaving in droves, uh, you know. So that's in the black community, the same thing. Yeah, um, and, in and, many ways. And so what's interesting about this is that, you know, I have, I have worked tirelessly in the minority community for mm -hmm. 20 years. I know you have, yeah. Right? And so they, they call me this right-wing guy. And I'm thinking to myself, mm -hmm. well, I'm going to be taking a lot of people with me. Right? Yeah. The black, brown, yellow, green, purple, they're all coming yeah. with me, guys. Yeah. And I think that's the yeah. biggest fear is that I've, you said, you said it, that you judge them by their, the fruits of their labor. Mm -hmm. well, I've, I've showed people my fruits. My fruits mm -hmm. are always caring about my community, giving back, showing them and being an example to them. But I, go, I sat and talked to seven lefty, I call them lefties, leaders, sat around a table. Man, when they showed up, two of them wouldn't shake my hand. I would mm. not shake my hand. I was like, all right, no, COVID, you know, we don't shake hands. And I was like, all right, let's sit down. <laughs> I was like, you guys look like you have some scowls on your, you know, scowls on your face. You, you look like you're mad at me. Mm -hmm. So then I let two speak, and then I spoke. And I let two speak, and then I spoke. But I wouldn't let the two that had the scowls on their face, I wouldn't let them talk. Not yet. I wanted to hear them at the end. And the one guy pointed his finger at me. He goes, you know what, Joe? I came here to give you a piece of my mind. And I was like, okay, well, let me have it. Come on, let's go. And I kept smiling at him and telling him, and then I would yeah. show him stuff. I'm like, listen, six years I worked in the Middle East and Africa. I learned Arabic. Mm -hmm. I serve people most in need. Don't tell me that that I'm this right-wing guy. I don't care who the president is. I care that the voice of the American people is heard. He goes, well, I got to tell you, I came here to give you a piece of my mind, uh, and I hate you, but I love you after sitting here talking to you. And I go, <laughs> I love you too, brother. And the whole, <laughs> the whole group of them were just, it was great because it was authentic. That's cool. Yeah. So I think that we have to, not just talk to the, the people that hear us, not talk to the people that, that are saying, yep, yep, you're right, Joe, you're right. We have to get out there and we got to talk to places that are the most vulnerable and say, listen, like Trump Completely. said, what do you have to lose? I did an interview, or not an interview, but an event with some people down in, uh, in Rehoboth Beach in, in Delaware, right in Biden's backyard. And I know exactly. Kevin Jenkins is a black uh, activist, uh, MAGA activist, who, who was in the event with us. And he said, you know, the black churches are zooming in Jesus and taking the devil's money. I mean, so we've really got to hold a mirror up to a lot of these people that are, that are working for the wrong team and, and, and show their people what they're actually doing. Yeah, and look, I think that... I always have a smile on my face until I don't. Now, somebody <laughs> comes at me, all right, it's sure. on, right? Mm -hmm. I'm in like Flynn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But up till that point, I do recognize that people don't know who's stabbing them. And the Democrat Party is just flat evil. But there are good people in the Democrat Party that have not walked away yet because it was their identity. That is the problem. You know, I think it's happening slowly, not fast enough. But how do we impact that? I, I, it's interaction on the human level. You know, we're doing events around the country, as I know you are, and getting in people's faces, let them ask questions, 
uh, you know, talk to them one-on-one, -on -one, um, answer emails. I mean, it's all about just engaging. And uh, this is the movement I see happening across the country. And this is what the left is completely scared of. I mean, they are freaked out, especially about the Hispanic and black vote. I mean, th that is their death knell, and they know that. And that's why they had to steal the damn election. I mean, what, Trump got 25% of the black vote in the last election, something like that, which is unheard of. And Biden and, got 81 you know, million votes. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're out of your mind. How's that work? You're right. So we just got to keep pushing on that, that, that gas pedal, man. Well, I think that if we could get us together, and I've been talking to lots of, of different uh, influencers and, mm -hmm. and news personalities. And, you know, I, I talked to a, a uh, journalist who worked for, or works for the New York Times or something. And this journalist, I, I won't out this person, calls and talks to me. Yeah. And was told to write an article about me. And I was like, listen, I'll, I'll let you write an article if you'll listen to me. And you'll actually look at the evidence. And she goes, all right, I'll do that. We spent nine hours literally walking through everything. Mm -hmm. I, I brought pictures. I brought all the evidence. And I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, you can, you can check me out. All this stuff is true. You know, here's a list of people. Just do a, you know, a check of who I am. You talk to anyone in my company. Talk to anyone in my life. I have people that have been my friends for 25 years. You go back 30 years, I can show you an ex gangsters that were friends of mine they're still my friends today i accept them where they are i've tried to give them a you know a better because i grew up poor right right so after nine hours of going through it she says i can't write the article hmm. <laughs> and i go why she goes they won't let me well they won't let me they made some progress yeah, made some progress, but she says they'll let me write it if I write it on the spin of that you're a conspiracy theorist. I was like, "Do you think right. I'm a conspiracy theorist?" She goes, "For the first time, Joe, I gotta tell you, you've opened my eyes." So, I, so I talk to journalists all the time, and I sit down with them, and I'm like, oh, "Which side of the fence are you on?" And I attack the radical left. I am unapologetic. But if we start talking yeah. the same language, we start supporting each other, and we start literally talking the same language. Call the left what they are. The left are liars. They are just absolute 100% disgusting liars. I think we break through because that will become the mantra that the left has to defend. Is why are they lying about everything? So one of the things that may push that along is if we get into some kind of hot war somewhere before the globalist agenda, that you're talking a lot of black and brown and uh, middle class, working class, sons and daughters who are going to be thrust into uh, a killing machine and that is going to unite a lot of people and that is what we have to prevent in my opinion and i think that uh ukraine is one of the places where they're they are going to try to do this i mean people need to understand the russian society was started in ukraine i mean you, you know all this but i'm preaching to the choir with you but Kiev and Rus is where the Russian society started. So these people are brothers and, th and they see Ukraine is like Texas. If Russia was arming Texas, that's how they see this. And, and NATO encroachment on the borders is just insanity. Why in the hell are some of these countries part of NATO when they're socialist, corrupt, organized crime, kleptocracies, you know, throughout the Balkans and in, East, in some parts of Eastern Europe? I mean, it makes absolutely no sense. And, you know, I'm not a Putin supporter. I think he's a 
he's stealing from the Russian people, but um, he does have a point in why NATO is moving troops to his border. We're the ones causing the problem over there, and it's not our fight, in my opinion. China is, on the other hand, our fight. And this is, you know, trade routes through, through the Pacific. You can go on and on and why this is important. But they're basically, they're wagging the dog over here to not make you look at how they're in bed with Beijing. Yeah. Well, so... And- and and if and if we can if we could break through this and we can actually create what I call hit and runs and just damage them mm-hmm. more and more, then we can we can actually turn the left yep. against each other because they're very weak. I mean, left people are really weak. Exactly, it's already happening. It's already happening. This is why the Build Back Bankrupt is not going anywhere, at least in the next few months. Well, it's not going anywhere so in the next few we, months. But got, they're they're trying to wear us down. This this other this guy that basically that they applied as a judicial appointee. I mean, he's talking about how the Electoral College is undemocratic. Well, it might be because, by the way, we're not a democracy. Democracy is mob rules. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So people have adopted Here this. the majority. Demo- people have yeah. adopted this democracy. Mm-hmm. It's a threat to democracy. It is a threat to democracy. We are a threat to democracy. You're damn right we are. Yeah. Because yeah. mob rule is not the way that this country has been ruled by. And by the way, if you do that based on stealing a voting system, then you could adversely affect and create slaves of all of us. Exactly. Which is what they want to do. And that's a whole other show. But, uh, you know, what, what the end game is here. Uh, and, and we don't this is the last chance we don't have. This is the gift Trump gave us, whether you like him or not. He, he ripped the mask off. And now we see what's happening. So. You know, if that had not happened, we'd have President Clinton in our second term and they would have just about put the last nail in the coffin of this republic. So uh, we have to. And, and we wouldn't have known. 1776 all over again. We wouldn't have known. What's that? We wouldn't have known. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so I got to tell you, God is in the middle of all of this. He's in the middle of all of this. This is the weirdest thing that ever happened to me. And Todd, I'm going way off. I, I, com- I constantly go way off, right? So it's all good. Deal with it. It's all good. All right. But <laughs> last night I went home and I don't watch TikTok at all, but somebody sends me this TikTok video and then it scrolls up to the next video because I just hit the button to scroll up, right? And it's this kid on there saying that God does not exist. And he starts talking about leprechauns and unicorns and he goes, prove me wrong. And I'm sitting there, I'm saying to myself, you're proving yourself wrong. You're yeah. spending all this time talking about how... God doesn't exist because you yourself are not convinced that he doesn't exist or you wouldn't even waste exactly. your time having this conversation trying to recruit other people so that you can live with some of the poor choices that you make in your life. So I said it on the thing and then I got, I was like, I don't need, this is garbage. This, this is stupid. So I'm sick. I'm laying in bed and my wife says, Hey, you want to watch this movie? It's called the shack. I don't know if you've seen it. I think it's called the shack. No. The shack, yeah, I think it's called the shack. Is it the shack? Let me make sure I'm, I got it right. Yeah, the shack. So, I mean, I'm getting chills thinking about this. So, I, I I constantly talk to God in the shower. I'm like, hey, so, mm-hmm. Father, and I call God Father, mm-hmm. because for me, God is He's my guiding light. He's my Father, right? And this movie, The Shack, is about. Uh, a man who loses his child, whose child was killed by an abductor. And the pain that he carried along, and it talked about God 
as Papa that his wife calls God Papa. And he was abused as a child and everything else. And I'm like, what in the world is happening? Because I'm, I, you know, I have this blind faith in God. It is unbelievably blind faith. People ask me, mm-hmm. like, well, are you afraid of anything? I was like, yes, God and my wife. And in that order. But I watched this movie and I was sick. I did not feel like watching any movie. But I watched the whole movie. And it, he gets a note in his mailbox. And this is, by the way, a, a plug for the shack. You need to watch it, Todd. All right. And, it, and in it, it says, Mackenzie, the guy's name is Mackenzie. I'll be at the shack if you want to come see me. And then he walks through the snow into a place. And it's as if this all happened in his head when he got in an accident. And it's really weird. But he, he literally spends days with Jesus, God, and uh, the Holy Spirit as people. Hmm. It is, it's an unbelievable story. And then when he comes out, he's able to share with his wife and kids the story of that their daughter is okay, that she's with Jesus, that she's, she's okay. Mm. And he was given a choice of, do you want to be here or do you want to be with your daughter? So it, it's, it, it's a constant reminder. Like, I don't believe anything happens by accident. I don't believe that God puts things in your life because he's like, listen, I want you to stay focused on this. And sometimes he brings it in the weirdest ways. So if you get a chance to watch The, the Shack, um, I would... I would, uh, this is that, this is not hopium. This is, I think w- what you said, we're winning, Todd, we're winning. We just have to embrace it. Well, it's interesting you, you say all that because, you know, we've all had our past and, you know, gone the wrong path in our lives or whatever. And, but I think we, all of us, especially that are fighting this right now have got, we're put here for a reason and all of our experiences to this point were done for a reason. And, you know, it's weird how stuff is just put in my mind at night. You need to write about this tomorrow or, or whatever. I find that fascinating. I mean, do you have that experience where yeah. just something pops in your mind? You need to write about this. Oh, or, or it's, it's, I don't it's, write my I don't wild. write my speeches when I get on the, the stage. I don't have any idea yeah. what I'm going to talk about when I go out there. I know that I could talk about it. Yeah. Mr. Producer, have I ever written this, uh, written anything that I'm going to write? No, say. not once. And sometimes he'll be like, "What should I talk about?" And then he just he, well, he I get just goes there. out there and crushes it. So it's all God. Yeah. It literally is this inspiration of. I, I constantly say, like, "God, just give me the wor- words." And people, I used to laugh when pastors said that, or you know, people that got up there and like, "Oh, you know, I just have to be. I just mm-hmm. have to trust God and just talk, and He'll tell me what needs what people need to hear." And I went. And before the reawakening tour, I don't know if you know that I did this, but I passed out mm-hmm. 400 teaching aids. Did you hear about this? No. <laughs> I didn't hear about that. I bought 400 balls. And I passed them out to the 3,500 people that were there. I just threw balls out in the audience. So Ann Vandersteel did it. Uh, uh-huh. James Charles, uh, uh, Jovan Pulitzer, and uh, Apollo. Mm-hmm. Threw the balls out there. I made the women give it to the men. I, I called on the men to stand in the gap, stand together, protect each other. What they do to one of us, they do to all of us. And then I said, and you have no excuses left because I've just given you back your balls. <laughs> and the place erupted. It was like crazy. It was nuts. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's fantastic. And we drove around looking for balls for like an hour in the morning. <laughs> because, you know, I was like, look, I want to do this. And I didn't clear it with anyone. And Clay, when he heard about it, he's like, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. <laughs> Last time it was Let's Go Brandon, and now you're throwing balls in the audience. 
But it's infectious. You want people to understand that God wants us to be protectors of our family, not not bring them the bread, right? We can make bread. Com- completely, completely. I, and then you're seeing a, a rise up in, uh, I guess, Christian-oriented masculinity uh, across the board, which needs to continue. Well, look, if we stand as examples, courage is more infectious than mm-hmm. fear. Right? Mm-hmm. And frankly, I, I don't have any quit in me. I don't even know what that looks like. I mean, I'm sick, and I still yep. wake up every morning, yep. and I'm like, all right, what's next? My wife is like, you have to take a break. And I go, I got a time to take a break when I'm dead. And God hasn't taken me yet, so I'm here. So let's go. This is, this is, this is one of the issues that I'm passionate about because you know, I'm a service academy grad. And back when we went through, they had this program uh, the fourth class year where you are literally firebranded with discipline and that I will not quit perseverance is put into you because as a military officer, you need to have that if you're leading men and women, right? So, but the service academies have been decimated uh, and put all this, you know, CRT, social justice garbage in there. So we're fighting that like crazy to to make these institutions like the Air Force Academy near you, what they used to be and what they were designed to be. Because right now they're just social justice warrior manufacturers. But I, I can completely understand what you're coming from because, you know, my kids look at me and like, all you do is work. And I'm like, well, now that's the way I was trained. You know, you just, every day, so. Yeah, I, I, I actually like it when trolls show up. Everybody gets mad because I, I let them sit there and listen and run their mouth, knowing that they're just a bunch of trolls, right? And uh, Yeah. But I, but I have to tell you, um, we have this one troll that likes to come through and come back, and he's hoping he gets banned. And I'm like, why would I ban you? You look like an idiot. You hide behind a fake name. Right, I'm sure you have the same too on your side on your on your uh, podcast, right? And I and I say this because remember what I said about the seven people around a table. Sooner or later, mm-hmm. you got to get people to listen, right? And you can't do it if you're just talking to each other, mm-hmm. right? Although I do sure. punch, punch some people in the face sometimes. All right, hey, well, listen, I want to get you back on. Hopefully, Max is on because he was really bummed that he wasn't here this morning but he couldn't even talk like he didn't even have a voice this morning yeah but i definitely wanted to get you on so maybe we'll just have a regular deal where you come on uh every three or four weeks and and just talk about what you're seeing and maybe we'll do a news segment where you can yeah, talk about sure. some things you're breaking um uh, sure. why don't you tell everyone where they can find you and i know where to find you but and i share some of your stuff i need to get it back to where i get all the bots off which they've been working on it for three weeks i didn't know it was that hard to get bots off and it's still not any better on telegram but then we'll start the refeed on it and get your stuff out there. But just tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, so the, the main over uh, network is called CD Media. The, the, the URL or domain is cdm.press. Uh, my personal website is ltodwood.com. If you're interested in Eastern Europe and former Soviet Middle Eastern issues, sarism.com, T-S-A-R-I-Z-M, is one of our regional sites. But we are a global company. We have reporters all over the world. You'll get stuff from us you're not going to get anywhere else on cdm.press. And... Uh, we just launched the Georgia record in Atlanta. That's going like crazy. We're launching a paper in Miami and one in New York coming. So we're, we're focused on rebuilding, you know, the alternative economy in media. And that's, that's, that's what we see as our mission. Absolutely. So you can see it there. L L T O D D W O O D.com. And then T S A R I Z M.com. You can go there. And then you have CD Media as well. 
cdm.press. All right. Hey, Todd, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Joe. Much appreciated, man. I, I know we got off on a tangent, but, uh, you know, it, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to more conversations with you. And God bless you, and thanks for all the hard work that you've put into saving our republic. All right, Joe. Take care, man. All right. Todd Wood, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah. So I always got to give the, the little crybabies in the, the uh, comment section on Twitch mostly uh, just a little bit of trouble. And everyone gets mad and says, what's here you go? This kind of talk is why we all think you guys are weird. No, no. Look, I got to tell you. We have people that are dying because of piece of trash leftist doctors. We have people dying because you have lunatics that are on the radical left that are running through crowds and killing people indiscriminately. Kids, women, children, they don't care. So violence begets violence. It doesn't mean that I want violence at all. It just means that I'm sick and tired of the radical left hurting and inflicting pain on our society. And so if you're, if you're brave enough to get on there, you can definitely come to Colorado and stand in the parking lot and run your mouth to me, but you won't because you're cowards. And that's what the radical left represents as cowards. They are the cowardice of our society that hide in the basement, hide behind names, don't have a name, and actually, frankly, they don't have any value to our society other than trying to tear down others and things around them. We talked today about Biden and Ukraine. There's so much more that we need to talk about and uncover. And the more we uncover, the more they say it's debunked. So now we have a new strategy that we put out there. You're going to hear about it over the next three or four weeks. And that is we're going to sue the media who said that these election things, these election fraud claims were debunked. I have put the task to the test. And I've asked journalists to tell me where they're debunked. They said, oh, you know they're debunked. I said, okay, well, you're doing irreparable harm to me and to many others who have stood up for this election fraud, who have mass amounts of evidence. So we're going to sue each and every one of you, and we're going to show you that we are using the word debunked, using the word liar, using the words that you use to come after people who are truth-tellers have consequences. See, you know what I'm thinking outside the box? Show me it's debunked. But they won't be able to. And we will just literally take them for every dollar they're worth. And we'll put it in front of the American people. The American people will sit on that jury and they will be the ones to say, yeah, they lied. They had no evidence that it was debunked. And we had tons of evidence to say that 100% the election was stolen. If you can't show the receipts, then it's not debunked, which means that the media is lying, which means we need to hold them accountable. So as we drop lawsuits on Facebook and others and start this machine going, I want you to know, I'm not going to stop. We have to destroy the machine that this radical leftists have created. We have to cut the heads off of every single part of their system and make sure that they can't grow back. Communism started its reign in the 1940s, was swiftly defeated, and now we're facing it again because they have lied, cheated, steal, stolen and created mistrust in our communities over the last 60 years. Max will be on back on tonight. We have the shaman, Jacob Chansley, that'll be on tomorrow. 
I will let him talk. It might go an hour and a half. It might go two hours. And he's just going to tell you about the corruption that he faced. Yesterday, we had people that lost their lives or lost their loved ones and um, are dealing with the consequences of being paralyzed while the government did what the government does, which is deny, 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 because they can't be truthful and they can't be held accountable. So we're going to continue this fight. We're going to have more great guests on. But until then, God bless you. Follow us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Leave us a review. Say great things about us. Um, we're growing every day. We're doing some great things. Many of you guys started on the Restart Bank that'll lead to the God's Bank. Super excited about that. God's Bank. Listen to me. We're going to build God's Bank. We're already building technology. I told you in January we're going to build this alternate technology, and I've done it. I didn't get to be able to launch uh, Votum Tech yet. We will be able to lo launch it. Just relax. We'll be able to launch it. Um, but we got to get through the SEC red tape. So the worst thing that'll happen is that'll happen in February of next year. They'll be forced to approve it by February. But in the meantime, we're going to keep building technology. Then we just drop into these things. Get away from Facebook. Get away from these different media companies that, frankly, want to take everything from you. And you're feeding them while they're killing you. So until next time, God bless you. God bless America, the United States of America. And uh, get on your knees and pray and do the good work and step in the gap.